Good morning. This is DJ Bennett from Kill Radio, and I'm here with uh, former Kill DJ, <laughs> Yvette Morton. Yes. And she's here to represent a new youth modification help organization she's starting called Silence the Tears. Now, how did this begin for you, Yvette? For me, it started at the age of four. My God. I'm from Detroit, Michigan. I grew up in the 70s and 80s, and uh, to be honest with you, Bennett, drinking alcohol was a big part of my life, and I started, I took my first drink at the age of four. Four? Four, yes. And I guess around five... I I want to say something about your mother and father. We'll talk about that later. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually going to be a part of my book that I'm writing right now, because it will help a lot of people out there. But at that time, it was about alcohol for me. So I started drinking at four, and it continued on, and um, I started having a lot of trouble in school. One school semester, I missed 78 days out of one semester. So the officials jumped on me and wanted to find out what was going on, and I was, my mom took me to a psychiatrist. It was really, you know. So in answer to, a lot of people ask me, were you ever a gang member? The answer is no. Okay. I was never officially in the system. But I was very blessed to have people like myself pull me to the side and say, we've got to do something here. Uh-huh. I had a very strong aunt who raised me. And one day she pulled me to the side and she said, you're on your way to hell. And I said, okay. <laughs> you know, what does that mean? Well, she at goes, that point, you probably didn't care. That sounds good. Yeah. Something. I was like, I'm, I'm on my way to hell. Okay, thanks a lot. She's like, yeah, and I might have to take you there. But you've got to do something here. So I actually had the opportunity to get into programs in Detroit at that time. They did have programs that you can get into that would um, help you with acting and voice and music, and that was always my passion. I love acting. So, so I, I'm going to jump ahead Go momentarily. Ahead. So obviously this is, some, this is why you're doing this behavior modification work today, exactly. because it helped you. It got me out of Detroit. In a lot of ways. Uh-huh. Uh, even before I physically left Detroit, I emotionally and mentally left the lifestyle of drinking and alcohol and smoking weed. That was everything for me. Uh-huh. That was my lifestyle. You were at risk. I was at risk in a lot of ways. I was really at risk. And um, I was so close to being in the system. So I understand when, when students come to me and they say, I need help because someone pulled me to the side. I was maybe two steps away from actually going into juvenile facilities. So that's why I'm very passionate about Silence the Tears. Uh, In 2005, I started volunteering with Uh different organizations that deal with at-risk children. And then they brought me on as a staff member because the kids could really relate to me. Uh They could look at me and tell, yeah, you know. (laughs) You know what's up. Uh You know, and you made it out, so maybe I can too. So a lot of the parents would come to me and say, what the heck did you do to my kid? You know, I've taken them to psychiatrists. I've taken them to priests, you know, everything. And when they started taking my workshops, we work on self-confidence and self-esteem. You know, and and in juvenile facilities, they consider authority figures as suits. Okay, I don't know if you've ever heard that term before. Suits. They just don't understand us. They don't get us. But when I would walk into the classroom at the, at the different juvenile facilities that I worked in, I would come in with jeans on, very feminine, uh-huh. but I had the Detroit vibe, uh-huh. and they got me. Your Motor City, yeah. <laughs> the Motor City vibe was right there, and they were like, yeah, she's cool. She can handle it. They could talk to me when they couldn't talk to their parents, because I'm right there at that point with, in my life where 
I'm young enough to listen and old enough to critique. Uh-huh. And so the whole program is built around behavior modification through acting techniques. Well, th- then you're basically giving children or young people an opportunity to to test out what's going on in their lives. And you see, we're we're in. You know, we just got the news this morning that 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 the country that the poverty rate in this country is much much higher mm-hmm. than they expected. Mm-hmm. They're saying that 150 million Americans wow. are living near poverty and 50 million. In poverty, mm-hmm. so 150 concludes that exactly. And and uh, essentially, what I see, and I've been talking about this recently in my news, is that we are, the, the U.S. is moving in the direction of a third world country, exactly. where there's going to just be rich people on the top and mm-hmm. everybody else is the poor bottom. and no middle class. Exactly. And these kids, I mean, they're our future, no matter how you want to look at it. I have a lot of friends who say, well, you know, I don't have to worry about that. I live in Calabasas. Well, guess what? Where do they go to rip people off? <laughs> they don't go to the hood. Can't keep ripping each other off too long, right? And nobody has anything. Uh-huh. You know, united we stand, divided we fall. And that is my philosophy on this. I think we all need to pitch in. I mean, it couldn't be a hundred other programs like mine would not be enough. When you work in Malibu, I've worked in Malibu with an all-boys camp. And let me tell you, it is heartbreaking to walk in that facility, and these kids have nothing. So when you give them a program like this, they actually get to find out what's really inside of them. Mm -hmm. And it's a creative outlet. Uh And so as a result of that, they can go out in society and look another person in the eyes for once, just for once, and say, you know what? I count. I matter. And I had one gentleman who was at the age of, uh, he was six. He started selling um, crack mm-hmm. in L.A. By the age of 10, he had a Lexus. <laughs> and he had a house in Beverly Hills. Well, gee, why should I work at McDonald's? Yeah. <laughs> so he's not about to go flip a burger, right? Uh-huh. So when he came to my program, he was, a, already, he was already talented. Uh-huh. Obviously. But the confidence, e- even even he, if it's criminal, that's talent. There's talent. He was there. a sli- what we call a slick Willie, yeah. and he was deep. And um, but once he came to the program, I started to instill a lot of positive affirmations, you know, into my my classes. And I would actually have the students um, do affirmations at the end of the workshop. You know, I can do this. I can do all things, you know. Um, I'm not any better than anyone else, but no one is any better than I am. Mm-hmm. We're all the same. And they would go, why the hell you have us saying this? But guess what? It started to sink it in. It sinks in. And he is now at Morehouse University. Wow. Yeah. He wow. literally graduated from the facility. I encouraged him to get his GED. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And his mother came to me and she said, Yvette, I don't know what you did to my son, but... Thank you. <laughs> keep it up. Just keep doing what you're doing, honey. Um, so you've decided to start your own organization. Yes. I'm very passionate about it because I would always end up as the lead artist everywhere I worked. Yeah. But the lead artist had no power. I, I got to see a lot of things that go on in, in, in the system. And I won't call mention names or anything like that. Okay. Um, just the way the, the students are handled. I, some of my coworkers were male, 
coworkers, you know, 300 pounds, and they would say to me, how the heck do you do this? Well, I did it by treating them as humans. That's how I did it, without calling them MFs, without telling them you're a piece of you-know-what. That's how I did it. I did it with a lot of love and compassion. And that's what I want to see more of. The state is broke right now. Sure. And like the mental health organizations, which I know more about than community service organizations, Mm -hmm. the mental health organizations several years ago could no longer provide uh, talk therapy to people, could no longer talk with people. So the mental health organizations, the the city-based or Mm -hmm. county-based ones, uh, basically just give out drugs. Exactly. And they set up wellness centers where the patients or the clients can actually run things Mm -hmm. because there isn't enough money for the people who run the programs to run the programs. Exactly. They they have to get the the client base, the population Mm -hmm. involved. Mm -hmm. So what you're doing is uh, basically because you can bypass the city bureaucracy, you can deal directly with the people in ways that the city just can't afford they can't to do afford right to now. do it uh, again in Detroit. We had programs that would help us with things like this. You know, yeah. we had creative outlets. Let me uh, say that we don't have that anymore. I doubt that they have it in Detroit right now. Well, they, no, nowhere in the country. Yeah, basically. You know, and we don't. So the, these teens don't have that opportunity. You know, they a lot of them want to get out of the system. They have nowhere to go. Yeah. You know, so this program will actually. I'm not going to be able to save the whole. Population, I know that. Mm-hmm. But if I save 200, oh. I've done my job. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm very passionate about that. You know. So today you're here on Kill Radio. Yes. Because you want to talk up what Silence the Tears is doing, mm-hmm. and you are at this point starting up this. Is it going to be a foundation? Is that what you're going to call Eventually it? Eventually, it's going to be a foundation. Right now, what I'm trying to do is get my status, my 501c3. Uh-huh. Once I do that, then we're going to put together a lot of programs and, and shows with this population, uh-huh. which will also give them a creative outlet. But we can't do it without the 501c3. Right. So you have to get that status first to make it legal. Well, let, let me suggest something. What mm-hmm. Kill Radio does is we belong to uh, Social Engineering and Entrepreneurs, which SEE, okay. which is a, a coverall help organization that that is a 501c3 status. Okay, so we don't have to get that for ourselves, and they they pay our bills, they deal with the public that way. We have to do all the fundraising ourselves, mm-hmm. but we just turn it over to them. They take a small percentage, okay. and they give us tax-deductible status. Right. So when you donate to Kill Radio. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I'm going to say they're, they're out in uh, Calabasas, I think. Everything's out in Calabasas. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were in Malibu. Um, Malibu yeah. <laughs> is not exactly a place where you have at-risk youth in the millionaire estate. Exactly. That, but they took people there because it really is a – I mean, if, if you've never been to Malibu, <laughs> it really is gorgeous. It is there. gorgeous. It's just gorgeous out Well, there. it's very serene. I yeah. think it's a very good place for the camp. Hey, you know. Pepperdine University is a cool school, even if it is even if it is hardcore Christian. It's a very cool it's school. It's a very cool school. It is. Yeah. And that camp, which I will not mention the name, okay. is amazing. 
It's such a serene place. It's the serenity there. It's all in the mountains. It's uh-huh. gorgeous. Up in the hills. Yeah. It's up in the hills. Yeah. It's, it's a great place. Oh. But they don't want to be there. We don't want them there. We want to bring our kids back out into society. And, 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 you're, and, and you're speaking specifically about in the valley, right? Exactly. Yeah. But I mean, I'm there's reaching, not enough there. Well, well it's e- not even enough even in of LA. What there is is here in Los Angeles, I and know. there's not very much of that. But see, these guys they come from Los Angeles and they get transferred to Malibu, uh-huh. and and you don't have when you don't have parents, and you've been transferred to Malibu and you're there for at least six months. You got to understand these are not kids who went home. Mm-hmm. I have worked in programs where they would go home at the end of the day. But primarily, I've worked with in-house. That means you're on lockdown for six months, and your next step is Chino. Ooh. Yeah, this is this is it's really serious. It's a serious. tough. It's, it's yeah, tough but these life. are tough. I mean, they're tough, tough too. Kids, yeah, yeah, they're tough. So they can handle it. But we want to get them before they get to that point. So the population that I am targeting right now is between the ages of fourteen and twenty. Mm-hmm. Twenty-one. I would. I'd, I'd go twenty-one, but specifically fourteen to twenty. It's a great 20, time. 21, they're considered adults. They don't listen. I mean, you know, if they're out there at that point, it's sort of hard to bring them back. But it's right. not impossible. Nothing's impossible. Mm-hmm. just want to say that. So, uh, yeah. So that's a great idea. I didn't know about Kill Radio. I didn't know how it was, you know, actually funded. I had no idea. I was a Kill jockey here, what, about a year ago. Yeah. And yeah. I loved it. And I might come back. Okay. So well. I want to do, you know, I'm, I love music. And yeah. I don't want to, I want to say one thing, too, is that, I want to give a lot of credit to uh, music because one of the things that I've found is that it has been so therapeutic for this population. Mm-hmm. Now, their music is not like it was in the 70s and 80s. No. It's a little nasty now. No, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. you know, a lot of them like old school. Mm-hmm. They like old school. And that's what I did when I was here at Kill. You played old school? I played all old school. What, you know. what, what I call the lower soul. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I mean, real old, old school that was around before I was born. Because it touches the soul. Mm-hmm. So, initially, the program would start off with acting. But eventually, I would love to get music involved. In a writing program. Well, just, just another Kill Radio thing that we've been trying to get for ages is we want young people to be part of Kill Radio. Mm-hmm. So we can offer time to young people if they'd like to DJ. Uh, see, there you go. Oh, already. Mm-hmm. You know, another outlet, another avenue. That's what we need. It's exactly what we need. So you're fundraising today. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's that simple. You need to raise money. I need to raise I money. I see there isn't a lot of money raised yet. Yeah. And, and we just got started. And it's very difficult to raise money in these times when everybody's mm-hmm. broke. That's true. But And it's the holidays, too. It is the holidays. But in the holidays, that's when people do give. Give, give, yeah. give. Yeah. 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 From the heart. You know, actually, I mean, when you go to something like Indiegogo or Kickstarter, uh-huh. you have to do at least two to three campaigns generally to get Sure. You know, funding. And so we've been up for about, I guess, three weeks or four weeks now. And I haven't had the time to really get out and just promote it. And that's why I'm here today. Okay. Just get the word out. Let everybody know what I'm doing. I'm a real, I'm a mover and shaker, if you, if you don't know. <laughs> Let's tell the folks about your website. My website is www.silasdetears.org. It's an Indiegogo page. You can go on. No donation is too small. Read the entire website. It's so amazing how people don't read, and then they go, "Well, tell me what you're what you're about." I'm like, 
Did you not read? See, and we, we just don't read. It's about taking five minutes to read. Mm-hmm. Now, everything on the website is about the professional event. But right now, this is the personal event. <laughs> this is the personal event. This is the one from the hood. This is the one that was almost caught up in the system. But I crawled out of Detroit. Let me tell you. <laughs> and people call me today and they're like, I don't know how you did it. I did it because I had a lot of people who pulled me up and said, hey, let's do this. You can do it. And if I did it and I had that support, I want to give it back. You're trying to pass it on. I'm passing it on. That's yeah. right. And uh, with everybody's help, I can do that. And I'm really excited about it. Well, we are going to um, keep. We'll keep you going. Okay. We'll keep mentioning this. This will. This this little talk of ours will be posted on the Kill Radio page. Thank you so much. And on Radio for All. Okay. And and you can give it to people and. Mm-hmm. Let's get the word out there. Yeah. Now the goal is ten thousand, mm-hmm. and and that's that's really not that's a what lot. You, no, it's not. But that's what you need to set up office time and to get uh, to get your one hundred C three status. One 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 exactly. We you just got to have some money to get started. Yeah. Overall, but uh, this campaign is going to go until February. Okay. February fifteenth, and then after that, I'm going to go do another campaign. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. Let's have you back in February. I love it. And we'll just keep talking about Definitely. it. Definitely. Okay. And also, too, you know, after this uh, project gets up and going, I'll be writing more about, on my book. Okay. And my book will be out. And then I'm going to come back and and, and um, hang out with you guys here at Kill. Okay. Because I really missed it. I was really getting good with all these, like, <laughs> buttons and stuff. But the creative side was there. And I want to give a, a shout out to uh, Tony Valdez. Ah, uh, Tony. Yeah, we miss he, Tony here. I know. I mean, I, I miss him. I really do. You still in Columbus? Yes. Yeah. He is, and and he wants to come back to L.A. soon too. Love you, Tony. Yeah, he wants to come back to L.A. very soon, and so I want to send a shout out to him, and I just want to give um, you know everybody a, a big thank you who supported me so far, even if it's just a comment on the website. You know, thank you for all of your support, and thank you, Bennett, for allowing me to be here today. Oh, you're quite welcome. <laughs> so go to silencethetears.org, dot org, and it's an indigo.com uh, page. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Look up Silence the Tears, and uh, we thank you, Yvette Morton. Good luck, and onward and upward. That's right, and happy holidays to everyone out there. Cool. <laughs> all right, we're done. All right.